Welcome, Sacramento soccer fans, to a very special edition of the State of the Republic podcast. We've been waiting for so long to actually be able to record this one, and we're actually doing this one in lieu of our typical town hall live show, where we'll be talking about all this too, but, oh, historic match this Wednesday, Open Cup, for the first time in the semifinals, and even better at Hargill Park against Sporting Kansas City at 7.30 p.m. Let's welcome our co-hosts for today, Sharon and Jared. First, let's go over to you, Sharon. How are you doing? Hey there. I've got uh, I've got my State of the Republic. I'm sporting State of the Republic. You know, it's our podcast and uh, doing good. So excited for Wednesday's match against Sporting KC. Uh, I honestly... I'm feeling so good about this match. I'm feeling so good about the fact that, you know, in the last match that we played, we rested some of our, uh, we rested six guys. So I have a feeling things are looking up. I'm hoping the guys train hard ahead of the match, not hard as in exhaustion hard, but smart. Um, I'm just watching everything go forward and I'm looking forward to some predictions as well as, um, possibly having special guests all good oh man i'm just chomping at the bit for wednesday it needs to get here already i'm already looking forward to waking up at the crack of dawn to head over to phoenix sky harbor to fly into town on wednesday but uh this is definitely going to be the biggest match since the 2014 uh, championship i mean this this match is going to be gripping sacramento and surrounding areas you know, just in, in no, in no, uh, known, uh, terms or expressions or anything like that. I mean, this is the biggest match to hit in quite a while. And I just, I just want to get in the seats all, already. I mean, let's, let's, let's get this thing going. Yeah. Well, don't we all, we all want to be there already on Wednesday and yeah, just be there all day. And I know all three of us, I think we'll be there hours before, uh, we'll be sharing pictures of how everything is looking like around there, too. And I'll be walking around the State Fair, being able to actually check it out much better than last time. Because if anyone was thinking of going earlier, the weather is going to be much nicer than the last State Fair game that we went to. It's going to be 96 as the highest, much better than that 102, 103, I think, that we had against Birmingham. And so it looks like it's going to be a pretty good day, right? With the decent weather. So you're saying I need to bring my hoodie then? Yeah, I mean, I, I think compared that, to Arizona uh, weather. Oh yeah, compared to Arizona, yeah, yeah, probably, probably so too. I think it'll probably be um, somewhere around uh, probably like seventy two, seventy three degrees after the game with the <laughs> low wind. And you know what though, with a with a lower temp, and if it is holding true, it's gonna make going to the state fair ahead of this so much more fun. Cause I know a lot of people, this is the day they want to go, right? And it's like, can you imagine 12,000, well, nearly 12,000 Sac Republic fans inundating the state fair, you know, ahead of that? Luis, I can't wait because I think you and I were talking and Jared about doing a uh, possibly a live experience feed on Wednesday, you know, just like little clips, little vignettes um, here and there. And I don't know if we'd be using Instagram or Facebook or 
Instagram. That, that's the easiest platform. Yeah. And so, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I am so down with all of that and we can hand out some more stickers and we can get people, more people doing sticker slaps, not so much at Cal Expo, but you know, <laughs> take them to wherever you are and, and uh, help us out with uh, spreading the word. But yeah, if the weather is better, it makes the state fair so much more fun. Um, Jared, what time again does your flight get in? Uh, I get in a little bit a- after 9 a.m. this time. So it's I'm actually leaving later and getting into Sacramento uh, at a better time. And I've, act- I've actually, you know, let me move this scarf out here because somebody mentioned 70 degrees. I had to put the scarf around me you know, for, for those that are not uh, able to see. Okay. That's, that's better. Um, yeah. I'm actually getting in a little bit after 9 a.m. And this time I did the smart thing. I bought a clear backpack off of Amazon, which I took with me yesterday. So this way, instead of waiting, waiting hours and hours, trying to kill off time in downtown, I'll actually be able to get into the state fair at 10 or so, you know, take in some more of the, the state fair compared to yesterday exactly exactly man that sounds like a blast perfect yeah because you don't have to drop gear off at a hotel um yeah and i don't know what the size limit is on the backpacks but if you only need to you only need your toothbrush and toothpaste dude (laughs) and a new shirt for the flight home you're good well i mean mostly i'm going to be bringing my uh, power bank which actually i should be charging um probably today or tomorrow so that way in case i run out of energy at, at the game or during the fair uh, maybe a couple other things. That's re- really about it. Um, I mean, in fact, I think I might, I felt a little overpacked uh, this past Saturday because in fact, I had to factor in, yeah, change of clothes and cables and everything like that. I mean, it felt a little uh, jam packed once I got all the uh, stuff I bought from the game uh, last Saturday, the other uh, two scarves and the flag and, and whatnot. Perfect. I like it. So are we going to meet in the cantina, guys, on this run up to the Open Cup? Is that in in the books for us? I know we still have to do glosses of gratitude if we're going to follow format. I know there's a lot of things to talk about, Luis, on this run up to the Open Cup and and teasing out who could possibly be on with us. But um, yeah, yeah, I think that that would be a great meeting spot, right? It's it's right there. It's pretty central, and uh, I don't know if they'll have live music like they've had in the past but they do actually put some really good uh, uh, music around that area too. Um, especially right. Latin music, I got to say. Okay. So, Jared, he wants us to go to the silent disco. <laughs> yes, that, that's, so that's ah. right there in the plans too. I got my camera ready, you guys know, and uh, we're going to be doing a little video aside from the live video, well, but one that will be posted on YouTube. So, Well, let me find that uh, special lemonade first that we didn't get on Saturday. <laughs> Oh dear me, that's funny. I I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> they yeah. do they do sell a special lemonade at the state fair too, though. I don't know if Sharon bought it, but I'm trying to remember the brand. I don't know if it was Mike's Hard Lemonade or it was uh, another one. I think it was a it's a simply a simply spiked lemonade. Yeah, simply. Yeah. Okay, so there's there's that one, which I never saw simply sell any alcoholic beverages. But hey, they're they're getting into it now, so uh, you know if you there's- want that. There's also wine slushies too in the wine area. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sharon. Sharon's yeah, gotta have say, one. <laughs> if they have like beer slushies or wine slushies, the uh, slushy talking is hard. <laughs> It'll is be it even gonna be harder. Be <laughs> it's gonna be even harder on Wednesday. <laughs> I can't Especially wait. after the game, too. No matter what happens, I know already. You know, and it's always the 
so fun when all three of us get a chance to be together, even if we don't always hang out together. It's just fun thinking about, oh my God, we're all going to be in the same place, same time, you know, since we are not local and we're not sitting in, I mean, you can tell by the pictures, Jared's recording studio is not the same recording studio as mine is not the same recording studio as Luis. So there you go. And I don't know if everybody can see your screen, Luis, but you still have the weather up. I still have the weather up. Yeah. I mean, I'm just so happy that it's not going to be a hundred degree day and probably know it'll probably go down. Usually they like over predict weather is what I find typically, but I'm so glad. I mean, it's a breath of fresh air that a Sac Republic game during this time will not have a hundred degree weather. That's why I'm like, thank you. Thank you. you. It's looking like it's going to be a good day just uh, right off the bat. Jared's snuggling his scarf again. Oh yeah. Oh, I mentioned the weather. Cause you said it was going to be 70 something (laughs) in July. (laughs) <laughs> this is Sacramento, not San Francisco. I shouldn't have to wear layers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so are we, do we have glosses of gratitude? We're not post game. We're pre game. So is this a, is this a glosa of gratitude? I do have one quick one uh, if, uh glosses of gratitude. And this is going to be for something well, well down the road. Uh, definitely. I give um Big uh, glosses of gratitude to Scott Bradford. He was helping to get plan the uh, Central Valley Fuego at uh, FC Tucson match in October. So we've got those plans all, almost all completely solidified. I just had to put in a PTO, but there shouldn't be any problem with that. So uh, October 5th, we are we are both heading down to Tucson to, to see William BJ work his podcast magic against FC Tucson. So Definitely cannot wait for that match either. So let's get headed down to Tucson. Uh, That's the uh, the last uh, glass of gratitude I got for for the moment right now. Awesome. That should be a really good match considering it's going to be towards the end of their season. And they might be fighting for playoffs, right? Or to uh, have a higher position. So all I got to say is anyone who doesn't usually go to games and maybe you just watch them on TV. If you're trying to find out what the best time to go to a match is, end of season, right? Of course, if you have uh, hope or if you're in playoff zone, then yes. If you don't have any hope, then, you know, they're a bit sad games. But but if there is playoff hope, oof, you got to go to those, those last couple of matches. All right. Well, let's get right into this uh, game that will be happening this Wednesday and what better way to start than actually taking a look at our opponent, right? And where they're currently sitting at in the MLS standings. Uh, and they've been at this position for quite a while, but they are uh, last place in the Western Conference, uh, sitting uh, at 20 points. And uh, they would be the very last overall, but DC United is below them with 18 points if we add both tables. But um, it's looking like playoffs are really out of the picture I think unless some miracle happens for them and so quite as we had talked about before it looks like or at least we predicted in the game that they played on Saturday against LAFC they're probably going to have you know just the rotation players you know they're going to be saving a lot of their starters for uh, Wednesday's game and we were quite wrong right a lot of the players that they actually started are typical starting players which I mean, credit to them, right? They're trying to maybe see if they could still squeeze through and get seven plays, but um, they did that. We were able to see some of them, but they did ultimately lose against an LAFC that 
has just been so dominant. And now with Garrett Bell, who also scored a goal in that match, they are like well on their way to even get the shield. I would not be surprised if uh, if they get it at this point. But what are your guys' thoughts on this too, right? Seeing that they actually started a lot of starters just means that, you know, hey, they're, they're not saving anything. You know, they're going to be trying to like give it their all on Wednesday. So I've been watching Kansas City and I keep waiting for them to like, okay, let's, let's start playing. And for the last, gosh, ever since we knew we were going to be playing against them, even before that, when there were still, uh, when there was uh, quarterfinals were still, were still happening, we were all watching all of the teams during quarterfinals. And it, it was really interesting. I, I, I don't, honestly know which Kansas City team is going to show up for us because like you said Luis they're probably out of league contention because they're so they're going to throw the kitchen sink at us and you know but they're traveling let's face it you know they've got a they've got the travel bug although that hasn't always helped us out you know mentally boy we just have a really good chance like if if we hate to say it but they're kind of playing down you know we could do this. We could do this. Jared? I'm starting to think uh, Sporting KC is already looking to make plans for uh, Puerto Penasco or Cancun at this point. I mean, just, I mean, I've been hearing about how poorly the season's been going for them, but now to see the standings, youch. I, I think at this point, especially with uh, one of their players uh, being, being out for um, substance abuse, uh, I mean, which, it's definitely a touchy subject in, on its own, but the fact that that player's not even going to be able to play in the Open Cup, let alone league play, I mean, that's really going to be going against Sporting KC. I think the only uh, glimmer of hope they may have is uh, Graham Zussi if, if he's starting. But, uh, I mean, I think at this point, I'm really liking our chances. I mean, we can't, we can't uh, ignore the fact that uh, they are going to be starting all their starters, so who knows, but I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not looking good for Sporting Casey. I, I, that's, that's all I can put it. It's not looking good for them. It's looking better for us. Hey, listen, you said Graham Zussi. Our guys can run circles around Graham Zussi based on his position that he plays. We'll, we'll get, we'll get behind him. We'll get, we'll get past him. But I think what we have to think about is the, uh, the last team we played Birmingham Legion, they had some really tall center backs and we had a harder time around their, their center backs. And the fact that they played a style similar to us, you know, and, and so I, 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 I need to look individually, Luis, I think I need to look individually at what some of their players, what their attributes are to see if we match up well and see in their traditional formation. So I, at some point in time, I'd love to have you show their, uh, their formation against the last squad that, that we, that they played against this last weekend. So I don't know. I think, I think that helps me make up my mind more so. And I think other people, it's the same thing. What do you think, Luis? Yeah, I agree. So the, the formation I used to, to play against LAFC was a four, one, four, one, right. Which, uh, it's quite an interesting one, I think, especially to approach uh, the, this match with, uh, again, considering LAFC is the toughest team to play against in all of MLS. So that that was uh, something else, too. Uh, you know, Graham Zuzzi, he's 35 years old, right? Let's face it, 35-year-old on the wings. It's a bit tough, right? And, and so I, I get what you're saying, Sharon. I think our players are capable of... Uh, 
you know, uh, putting up with them there. Um, and I mean, out of the players who played uh, in the starting role uh, last Saturday, I think uh, Daniel Saloy is definitely one to keep an eye out for. He scored a couple of goals already in an open cup, right? We saw him, right? I think we, we talked about him before. And we talked about it, yeah. Shelton is another guy as well, but, you know, they're not like big time names, right? In fact, uh, one of their DPs, Alan Polito, who I happened to meet at Disneyland a couple of years back, by the way, um, he's actually out the whole season and he he is basically one of their all-star guys, but ever since the beginning of the season, he was going to be out the whole, and I think a couple of the other DPs too are uh, are out. So it's a team that has had a struggle right because of that and i think that's why they are in the place that they are currently at because in previous years that was a pretty good side i mean the kc had a pretty good squad so yeah they're they're on the, on the downhill definitely yeah. but definitely not something that we need to sleep on though because uh, i i think i said it before right that if we put a team that is equivalent to them standing wise right now uh for us it would be a monterey bay Right. And they were beating us for a good chunk of the game. And so we were close to losing against them. Right. Granted, we had to make the trip out there. But but still, we need to kind of learn from that experience and realize, like, we can't take them as being the underdog because at the end of the day, we're still the underdog. Right. Even though this is a last place MLS team, uh, we are still the underdog in this competition. But it should be a motivation to the guys. I think we need to hold some of these questions for our guests that we're going to be bringing on here shortly. Well, you know what, Sharon? I think that's a perfect time right now to actually introduce our special guest. So would you do us the honors of introducing our very special guest that will be joining us for this special episode? Absolutely. And for the first time in our segment's history, we bring on the president of Sacramento Republic FC, Todd Dunavant. Listen, uh, we are all excited about the run-up to Open Cup, and one of the things that we wanted to ask you, since you are the president and the GM wearing multiple hats for Sacramento Republic FC, our favorite squad, is how are you preparing the whole organization? We know that Mark and you are working to prepare the squad, but how is it preparing the whole organization with so many moving parts, working with U.S. soccer, working with the visiting team, making sure that they're sorted out? you know, the referees, all of the natty details that go on. How's that going for you? Yeah, no, first of all, thank you for having me on. This is great to be here, Um, and especially on such a big week. Uh, Yeah, I mean, club-wide, organization-wide, we are, this is a huge moment for us. This is a huge moment for the club, for the city. Uh, This is why you do this in the first place. This is why our players play. This is why we do our jobs uh, for big moments like this. Um, and like you said, there's a lot of work that goes into it on the back end. Um, the further you go, the more you, uh, the, the more important games you have, the more work you're going to have. And that's a great problem. Like we want that all day long. So yeah, we've been, we've been busy. The staff's been busy. Mark, uh, and his staff have done a tremendous job prepping for sporting Kansas city, you know, in the front office folks here, um, are obviously, you know, working to put on a great show for a, a sold out crowd um, like we've never seen, you know, at Heart Health Park. It is this thing was crazy. We put it up on sale and within minutes, uh, tickets were snapped up and we had never seen anything like that. 
but it, again, once again, shows what Sacramento is all about and why this city uh, and this club got put on the map in the first place. You're very familiar with having jitters for Open Cup. I mean, you've played in an Open Cup, you've won <laughs> and you've won other championships yourself. How do you translate uh, getting getting everybody to not have those jitters, but yet still stay excited, stay excited? Yeah, we need to be focused. I think, you know, first and foremost, it's about the job at hand and not looking beyond the moment. Uh, not thinking about the magnitude of the game or the consequences of if we win, the consequences of, you know, if we lose, uh, gosh, if we score early, if we score late, if we're down, if we're up, all those things, you just have to put that aside and literally just focus on on the details and the job at hand because we are facing a team that has won this competition more than any other, uh, a team that uh, is coming off a 6-0 win in this competition that want to come in here and absolutely – uh, slash and burn, uh, you know, our team and, and our city. They, they're, we know what they're about. Uh, they're a great franchise and a storied franchise, especially in this tournament. And it's going to be our toughest test yet. So I think the focus is squarely on uh, the job at hand against Sporting Kansas City. And then, uh, you know, if we can do that and, and execute Mark's game plan, I think we're going to be in good shape. So I have a question about the game day experience. And I know, I mean, we're all hoping it's already Wednesday, but uh, can you tell us uh, some things that we can expect uh, as far as uh, things that will be going on around the stadium? I know we have the state fair and whatnot, but, you know, we've had a lot of questions as like, when are gates going to be opened? Uh, will there be anything at halftime, game? What, what can you tell us? Yeah, I mean, it's a great call out, Luis. We've got a, uh, you know, the state with the state fair going on, um, there's going to be extra sort of gravitas around the stadium and there'll be more. Um, more atmosphere, if you will, than, than even normal games. Uh, we, we had it last Saturday. We, we had, um, you know, a, a, a home game at the state fair. And so we got a little taste of it. Our fans got a taste of it. It's been a little while since, since that's been open. So what we're telling everybody is get there early, uh, get there early, walk around the state fair, get into the building, get into the parking lots, uh, because it is going to be jam packed. And when I say we've never had a crowd like this, we really haven't. Um, you know, we've had sellouts before, but I think in terms of what we've seen online, uh, everybody who's buying a ticket is coming to the game, and it's going to be uh, a, a you know a very busy day. So the sooner you can get there, uh, you got to enter through the state fair uh, and then come in, you know, through our gates as well. So you're going to kind of have two entrance points. Get in the parking lot early. We're going to have multiple parking lots open, uh, but get there early. Uh, come enjoy the festivities. Gates are going to open an hour and a half early, which we've extended. So normally they're open an hour before match. 7.30 kickoff, so gates will be open at 6. And, um, you know, we, we want to get everybody, as many people there at that point as possible to, to get in and, um, you know, get in their seats and honestly make it a, make it a tough day for our opponents. Uh, seeing, a, seeing a full crowd and a loud crowd and uh, the full might of Sacramento on display. So one last question on this topic. How often are you and Coach Briggs meeting and, and how, what do those meetings sound like behind the scenes? We talk multiple times a day. I mean, Mark uh, Mark is such a great soccer mind. Um, so we can talk shop all day long, uh, you know, and there's a never ending amount of things to talk about. The current team, our form, our opponent, uh, there's so many different topics, but Mark is a brilliant soccer mind. I think that's been on display this year and beyond. And um, he's done such a good job with the team in the, in the buildup, uh, throughout this run, balancing the two competitions uh, and having success in both, obviously. So, uh, credit to him and the staff, you know, for, 
for you know the run that that we're making and you know frankly we're we're not satisfied at this point we want to keep going we want to keep winning and keep advancing and um you know keep keep uh keep flag you know sort of waving the the USL flag in this tournament because we're we're the lone representative at this point yeah and that sure, certainly means a lot and doesn't doesn't bypass us as your supporters your you know big supporters your 12,000 supporters that are going to be there on Wednesday night if not more in other locations watching this match we want to thank you for talking about the open cup run up so much so Todd we appreciate that thank you for that all right thank you guys well again thank you so much uh, to Todd for joining us that was a really great conversation that we had with him and Shout out to John for helping us make that actually happen because, you know, there's nothing better than being able to hear someone from inside the squad describe to you the feelings of playing in the Open Cup and just what it's going to be like this Wednesday. And uh, we're even more excited for the match already, right, than we were even at the beginning of this episode. And yeah. I am so stoked. And it's always so good to have insider, you know, not insider, but yeah, insider. (laughs) And then also to John Jacobs, same thing. I echo, you know, big thanks for having having that happen. Well, with that being said, uh, I know we talked about earlier Kansas City and, you know, what their form was like. How about for us? What, what are your guys' thoughts on how we're looking like and who are some of the guys that you definitely want to see in the starting 11 on Wednesday? I want to see our starting 11. <laughs> yeah I don't care at this point I really honestly I don't care who starts I just want to see him play I want it's like Mervyn's open 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 I want Wednesday to get here I know I have to live through all the days but I really just want Wednesday to be here I want to be I, I want to be at the state fair I want to be getting excited I want to have my you know, anxiousness translate to hard lemonade, you know, to kind of bring it down a notch or whatever. And then, you know, to be able to see Roro, to be able to see these guys get out there, to be able to see Connor Donovan, just take them apart, you know, and field marshal the whole back line. I just want to see all of our guys. I don't honestly care who starts, you know, darn well, the guys that got rested are probably our starters. It's Mm going to be you know, Dan Casey, Connor Donovan, Lee Desmond. I didn't say Lee Gibson. Yay. Oh, you know, and yeah. it's going to be Roro. It's going to be Jack. It's, you know, we're just, uh, it's just going to be a beautiful whoever's out there moment. And we don't care. Honestly, we don't care. Is that about right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm in the same train as you are on, on that. I mean, just get us our starting 11 I mean, we, we have the, the quality on, on the field there. Let's just get the starting 11, get, get the, the food and drinks ready, get in our seats to cheer this on. I mean, let's move forward on this. And uh, I also do want to give a clarification in regard to a, a comment I made earlier. Uh, the player that was uh, actually out for s- violating MLS substance abuse and behavioral health is uh, Courtney Ford. Uh, he had tested positive for a performance enhancing substance. So not necessarily substance abuse, but that's just in the name of, of the guideline. Mm-hmm. So right. Courtney Ford is suspended 10 games for use of a performance enhancing substance. So that's definitely going to uh, hamper Sporting KC on Wednesday. But I just wanted to make sure I got the clarification out there. So, but not, but nonetheless, 
it's definitely going to be a must see match Wednesday. Let's let's just get there already. <laughs> let's get there. And, and you're right. And get there early, get in your seats early and let's get those chants going fast. You know, I don't care what section you're sitting in yell, but I mean, we will the whole game long. Cause that is what's going to be so necessary, you know, and just thinking ahead here in a couple of days. I wouldn't be surprised if you have a long line of people already waiting at 5.30, just ready to just go inside already. I would not yeah. be surprised. Uh, but if anything, there's games around there too. So everyone, you can actually <laughs> pass time, be around that area around that time, you know, r- get on some rides. Uh, again, it's not going to be too hot. Come and, and find us. Yeah. Find us. Get on our Instagram. Get on our live show on Instagram. That will fun too yeah find um, us we're going to be loaded with stickers we're going to be handing them out to a lot of people out there so it's going to be a sticker fest and we're going to be asking you your predictions just like we did at the the last match a home match uh we're going to be asking you your predictions uh live on the show so thinking be thinking about what your score line is and who you think is going to score for us because those are some key questions and we'll be getting to that part of our episode here shortly because we've already had a bunch of good stuff on today's episode and we always love the uh pod dinner winner portion of our show so you guys Luis and Jared be thinking about your score line be thinking about your scorer all right because Luis is going to cue that up here in a minute yeah which if you guys are ready I'm ready Oh, um, I wrote this down too. I wrote this down already. I, you, I you did it already a long time ago. Oh, yeah. How about you, Jared? How, how are you feeling? I think I've got mine set. Okay, cool. Well, as we mentioned in the previous show yesterday, this is going to be a potential five point podcast contest. And so I just want to make sure I get agreement between you two on what that fifth category will be like because I'll introduce the first four categories of uh, potential points. And then you guys let me know uh, which one you would suggest uh, to actually do as the fifth. So first, of course, or the first two are the typical scoreline, who wins, who, maybe a tie uh, and extra time and all that. Um, first goal score, will there be extra time? Uh, in the potential case of there being extra time, will there be penalty kicks? And again, those answers could be inverted or just saying if there is extra time, do you believe in PKs? So. What do you guys feel should be the best uh, fifth opportunity? There's a lot of options out there. You know, it could be assists. It could be uh, first yellow card. First yellow card against us or first yellow card. Like who? which team gets the first yellow card or which player on our squad gets first yellow? Uh, either or, yeah. Well, what do you guys, I mean, of course, if it's the first yellow for what team, there's more opportunities to gain the point. If it's one player, then becomes a little bit more... Difficult potentially, unless it's Luis Felipe, right? But they could be more more difficult. So, what do you guys feel? You you want to make it easy? So, here's the deal: (laughs) we don't know Roro's status, right? Because he was on the health and safety protocol or whatever that was this last match. Mm -hmm. So, we don't know status. But I would say, (laughs) getting involved the yellow card, we have to pick. And if that player doesn't see the field, who you know, if we ended up like who's (laughs) yellow card, we get to have like. A second choice, a backup, right? Uh, you know, let's make it easier, actually. What, what okay. team gets the yellow first yellow card? Yeah, okay. that's gonna be easier. Yeah, yeah. just do it by the club, to, just okay. to get more points, you know, out Richard, there. Yeah. Like, and I, okay. I already know who I who I'm picking. All right. Already. 
Okay, who wants to go first? I'll go first because I have everything ready. Okay. All right. You, you let me know. I got my uh, pen and uh, paper ready to Did write it down. write your own stuff down? Because Yeah, I got mine all written down now. Okay. All right. My score, Kansas City 1, Zach 2. Regulation. Mm. Uh-huh. Regulation. And if we do go to PKs, because that's that other tiebreaker, because I, I'm picking regulation, but just in the event that we go to PKs, we have that as the another tiebreaker or whatever. I predict we oh, actually win no. So, sorry, yeah. sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Actually, it's just a simple. It's just like if there is extra time, will there be PKs? And the event that it goes to extra. But the last time we did this, okay, this is going to be funny, you guys. Mark <laughs> my words. The last time we did an open cup, we and it did go to. We had to pick the um, like it if it was four three, we won. If it was if it did if it was go space. to was was it what was the what was the scoring oh you're right yeah well i guess i'm making it easier for you guys to get a, a point it's just simplifying things too or oh, i mean yeah. do you guys want to just do it that way because it's oh, uh, you know simple <laughs> fine if, that if, yeah. we go, if we do go to extra time does it go to pks i say mm-hmm. no okay no. Yeah. It, it ends in extra time all right uh of course in the event like we said it, it all it's all inverted uh, right but again i'm predicting regulation so, but if it does go to extra time, no PKs. All right. How about your scorer and backup? Okay. So my scorer, if he sees the field is Roro, because I have a feeling it's going to be our first goal is going to be on a PK. And uh, if he doesn't see the field, then it's Kekka. Ooh. And the mm. first yellow is going to be against Kansas City because they're going to get a yellow for fouling Roro or fouling one of us in the box. And oh. Roro is going to score. Hmm. Okay. He sees the field. You got yours, Jared, or do you want me to go? No, I'm ready. Uh, I'm going to say 2 0 Sacramento Republic FC, regulation time only. Hmm. Should it go into extra time? Uh, no penalty kicks. Uh, first goal is going to be scored by Luis Felipe. Uh, if, he, if he doesn't do it or if he's not on the field, I'm going to say Malik Foster. And first yellow. And I know a lot of fans are going to agree with me. It'll end up being called against us. Yeah, the first, the first yellow, because we know how these referees operate. <laughs> I have a good feeling about your predictions, Luis Felipe and Malik Foster, but I just, I just have soft spots for Roro and Kecko with the old guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I mean, hell, maybe Roro proves me wrong. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, let's. Well, first of all, let's see if he if he's available. Of course. All right. right. What you got, sir? Uh, Well, you you guys are really positive today, too. And here I go again. It's the cup and I'm in that not so great. I I mean, I'm in a great mood. Don't get me wrong, people. As I say this prediction, I'm going to say the same thing I say every time there's an open cup game. I hope I'm wrong. And which I usually I'm wrong. I'm always wrong. When there's a cup game, it always goes opposite of whatever I say. So. Please, that might be my my good luck uh, charm, Sharon. And we were trying to find like, what, do you have a good luck? It might be like just predict against uh, Sacramento, and it'll happen. Well, I see Kansas City being us two one in regular time. I'm not going extra time this time. Um, and first goal scorer uh, Roro. If he doesn't see the pitch, then Mister Open Cup Luis Felipe, who has been scoring in these Open Cup games as well. Uh, but if we do go to extra time, I do think we say PKs. 
So I, I think that, that could be a possibility. Yeah, first yellow card. Okay. First yellow card is actually going to be going to sack. I think it's going to be a really rough game. And one of our players is going to have a really intense foul. And we're going to get that first yellow card, right? Because they have that intensity that'll be going on. And, you know, it won't be an intentional one, but, you know, they're just, they're just going to be getting that first one. So all I right. think we're, we're all over the place with, mostly everything except that we all agree that there won't be extra time so you know this could be an interesting one it is very interesting so with that being said if you don't already follow us on social media Luis what are you supposed to do you're supposed to follow us uh, because if not you won't find out about some of the live shows that we'll be doing uh, sporadically as Sharon mentioned earlier on Instagram at State Republic 12. Uh, so check them out on there. And if you want to be added, I think there's a way to add people on these live shows. So heck, if you want, just send your invite, add it. Let us know where you're at if you're at the fair. <laughs> and we could probably find each other so we could <laughs> you could join our feed um, versus maybe just being on your own screen if you want. Uh, but we're also on Facebook, Twitter, if you want to follow us on there and find out about um, any new episodes we post and any pictures we share on there as well, um, especially this Wednesday. And I'm also going to be filming a little short uh, video for that day with all the festivities, everything going on and some state fair video shots as well. So uh, trying to create um, memories of that day on one video, probably be around five to 10 minutes, depending what goes on during the game. And so really excited to try that out, especially now that I have a computer that seems to be working and I have my video editing software back and a really good camera as well. So all those things added together, I think we're going to have a pretty good day um, as well. So Excellent. be on the lookout for that. Uh, also check out our website, saxsoccerpod.com. If you want to listen to any of our shows, uh, that is a great option. And if you want to listen to them and not actually have to download an app or you want to raise Spotify this time and you still want to hear us, then you know we're giving you a reason now to... Uh, delete it and and go hop on the website and directly um, listen to it on there. If you want to give us your thoughts, uh, especially after the cup, questions, whatever, um, click on send a voicemail uh, on there too. We have a tab on the website that is uh, pretty much throughout the whole website and you're able to record directly via the browser. And uh, we may potentially uh, play some of those clips uh, as we get them in the future. So if you don't mind being on, or if you just want to give a comment, then go ahead and hop on uh, our episode page, leave your comment, and we'll be checking those as we go. And as long as you have a Facebook, you're actually able to uh, leave a comment on there and you should already be logged on as well. All right. Sounds fabulous. Well, I'd like to give one last shout out to uh, Todd Donovan for coming on and just giving us just a wonderful overview of uh, on the run up to the open cup and to both of you for all of the episodes that we've recorded so far and looking forward to our 100th episode coming up soon. So stay tuned, everybody. We've got some fun things coming your way. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I was completely forgetting about it too, but episode hundred, which uh, we recorded and, we're really excited to share that one. Uh, we'll actually be posted. I actually now have a date for y'all uh, next week on a Wednesday. So subscribe if you haven't yet to the pod so you find out when that one gets posted. But 
it'll be really great. We're going to have multiple guests. We've never had this many guests on in one episode. All right, Jared Shern, any more final parting thoughts before we just count the hours and minutes until Wednesday and until we are all reunited at the State Fair and enjoy a great day with really nice weather? Hey, so when we're at, you know, parting words, uh, let us know where you are on, on Wednesday so we can all find you and and uh, have a good time and see each other together and really make the place special. We're going to have an invasion of Psych Republic fans in the State Fair. There's no doubt. We're going to see a bunch of uh, Old Glory Red and City of Trees uh, kits out there. Oh, man, I cannot wait. I mean, if last Saturday was an indication before the match, this is going to be even bigger, a bigger celebration of, of Sacramento and, and California. I mean, just to have the, the Cal Expo just flooded with the city city of trees kits and merchandise uh, old glory red I, i'm gonna be surprised if i even spot any gold hoops or uh the uh the other alternate uh kit so but either way i cannot wait till wednesday yeah and my last parting thought here is this is a message to i guess if you're not even going to the game too you're watching on tv but more so if you're going to the match Stay there the full 90 plus minutes. We have no idea what's going to happen in this match, but let's show the guys how happy we are that they made it this far. And let's be extra loud. You know, let's make it really tough for any of the Kansas City guys to even communicate with each other. And let's just have a blast. Enjoy it. It's going to be a party celebration no matter what happens. And post-match, Again, stick around if you're able to. Uh, it is going to start earlier than other Wednesday matches at 7.30 p.m. And, uh, you know, just stick around, you know, give the players some good words, to, you know, no matter what happens, because I know that anytime a team loses, it's tough for the people, right? And you see people that start to leave early. Granted, it is going to be a full parking lot. And I understand people uh, might want to leave early because they might want to, you know, beat the traffic and all that. but you know, we got to show the guys that we're still thankful that they made it this far and we just got to applaud their efforts. So that's all I ask for people. If you can, I mean, if of course, if you there's another reason why you need to leave, then that, that's cool. But if you're able to, please stick around and, you know, let's let's give them a round of applause after the game. All right. Well, everyone, if you're going to the match, we'll see you all this Wednesday. Look out for us. Uh, and if you're not going to the match, tune in uh, again. It's, it'll be only on ESPN+. Plus. 7.30 p.m. Uh, have your dinner ready. Have everything all set so you can just be glued to that TV if you're not going. Or even better, just you know, be cheering on the team uh, out at the State Fair because I know that they'll probably have a crowd of people who didn't get tickets, but heck, you still want to be right there and hey, you'll still be heard because you're, you'll still not be that far. You'll still be you know just right there next to the fence that they have uh, that separates the fair um, to Hart Hall Park. And don't forget post-game over at uh, Peaks. Yeah, good reminder. Yeah. All right, everyone, have a great night, and we'll see you this Wednesday. Cue the music. Jared, this is live, man. I've got got, to adjust the hair. You know, I was starting to to itch a little bit. All right, so yeah, okay, so which team is going to end up with the first yellow? Okay, I got that. I I can do that one. Let's do round robin on scores, and then reverse round robin on scorer, and then 
other round robin on oh, now that's just too complicated all i have to say is keyword is marco somebody say polo somebody anybody i was waiting for jared to say it come on marco what yeah no that's how we find each other when we're at the state fair we do oh okay I, oh. i'm sorry I, I i got to thinking of uh, encino man yeah, Marco Cholo, Marco Cholo. Although that's not the right word. But, oh my god! But that, but that was but that was from Encino Man uh, with uh, Polly Shore and uh, yeah, I I know that that ra random thought, random thought. <laughs> is that is that a blooper? Yeah, oh my god. yeah, that is, that is a really funny one. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, and let's get loud. Let's get loud. Yeah. Okay. They need to play out at the stadium. That was, that was a good, that was a good song to, to play as well. <laughs> There's a lot of the good ones, right? I mean, yeah. you can think of other ones as well, but I'm sure it's going to be a party out there with the, the music, so. <laughs> it's going to be a party. <laughs>